Welcome to the What A Lad podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and today we have a very, very special guest with us. Um, they say that the first guest is probably the most important guest. Needs to be funny, needs to have a good story, massive following, attractive for the YouTube. So we've got the best in the business. Reggie Goods, welcome. Thanks for having me. This will be interesting, but <laughs> see how it goes. Uh, you're on fire already. He's one of the great Hurricanes. He's played 60 caps, um, got seven tries. He's a, a what, three-time runner-up of Team Man of the Year or f- four-time runner-up? I think three times. Um, always a runner-up to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what a lad. Oh, always been second. Luckily, Chippy didn't get it. <laughs> he owes you a thousand for that, eh? Yeah, he does, actually. Ah, sweet. Um, <laughs> what's been happening anyway? Um, I sell basically what are you wearing? Rugby jersey, as you can see, Colsey on there. I'm do my sales pitch here. So my boss is happy I'm doing this. But um, yeah, so, so, sell sports uniform, uniform to schools and um, yeah. Who's sports, the company? Sports clubs. Kukri. Oh, is this Kukri? This is lovely. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful jersey there. It's one of the nicest. Yeah, oh, I wish I had the shape to still wear the jersey, but one of the nicest tops yeah. I've worn for a while. Good quality. Um, take us back to the beginning. What was Growing up in South Africa, like for Norman, uh, grew up in Pretoria, a uh, little boy, a really little fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grew up. Can't blame myself being bullied, but yeah, <laughs> call me, you know, fat so and fatty fat and all those kind of things. So well, fair enough. In Africa, oh. um, probably because I wasn't the only one not on steroids. But <laughs> is that why you moved? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, part of the reason. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh oh, grew up there. Um yeah, some people call me fat, but I'm a good mate as well. I wasn't a complete loser. <laughs> but yeah, I moved here in yeah, two thousand six, so I grew up there. Moved here when I was fifteen years old. Oh yeah. And um yeah, went to school there. Grew up Afrikaans. Where were um, you? In Pretoria. Pretoria. Yeah, big Bulls fan. Dangerous. I used to hate the Canes until I started playing for them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed that. I could sense that. Um, dangerous there? Because when we go um, to South Africa, like, you're obviously not allowed to leave the hotel. Or like when we go to Pretoria especially, you're not allowed uh, to take a step out of the hotel. Yeah, um, funnily enough, when we go to Pretoria, you're not allowed to step out of the hotel, but I have to sneak out. Did you? <laughs> I normally rent a car and then drive. Because <laughs> we normally stay at Monte Casino oh, or whatever, yeah. and I'll drive 50 k's to Pretoria because I'm my mates have a few beers. But. What about when we stay at um, the actual, like, in the mix in of Pretoria? Pretoria? I've only stayed there once, but um, oh, yeah. my mates actually came in to visit me there, and they were scared. They didn't want to leave too late. Oh, is that the dangerous, dangerous <laughs> Yeah, place? I don't know why they book us in a hotel. There, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the most dangerous part of Pretoria, <laughs> and we're sitting in the centre of it. Oh, God. But um, yeah, luckily enough, we stayed at Monte Casino more often than not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, um, um, so moving to New Zealand as the big fat South African, how was that? How was the transition? Um, yeah, <laughs> I remember my weight when I came here. Yeah? I was probably, I was five kgs lighter than I was from playing Super Rugby. <laughs> How old were you? 14. 14. <laughs> and I was Just about 20 centimetres shorter. No, hell no. And then, um, I don't 
know, like if I think back now, I probably went through a whole a bit of a depressed stage or so. <laughs> oh, not fully, but um, basically, I don't have any friends. I couldn't speak the really speak English yeah. well well enough to have a conversation with someone. Um, I remember speaking to one, actually one of my good mates now. I spoke to him when I just arrived in the country, and he just looked at me and he walked off. Who was it? Oh, Ryan Tinkle. Oh, bloody right. And then um. Yeah, <laughs> he still makes his joke till today. When I said to him, "Obviously, here for obviously, I've just arrived in the country, and we randomly actually went to a Hurricanes game stadium, and we walked back, and I don't know how I got an invite, but I did. He must have felt sorry for me. <laughs> and um, I need really need to take a piss, and I said, "Oh, Ryan, I need toilet. I need toilet. <laughs> I got urine on into my penis." <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and he just looked you at me. You became friends ever since. He's like, what are you saying? I was like, oh, God, you're on my penis. I was like, okay, yeah, the toilet's there. <laughs> I, th- I think he sent me up to McDonald's and um, left the key, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, he ignored me for a while after that, but actually still good mates now. Yeah, how yeah, long was that tra- transition from not having a friend to sort of making a friend? And... Um, Around four or five months. Oh, yeah. Four months till I started making good friends. My f- my first friends was other students was new to the school because I started oh, yeah. in year 10. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. everyone had a little clip through. <laughs> their name was um, T-Ray and Akash. Do you I still keep in touch with them? No, I don't know where they are. Oh, sad. <laughs> we're all in our following ways. So we're all, all different type of... That's classic you. Nationalities and people. Once you become enough. a big dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I made a new mate, like a, a guy called Dylan. Um, and... Basically, he wasn't my mate. The teacher told him to look after me. <laughs> so now you've got four saying of me. You can just see he doesn't want to be hanging with me. And then I remember following him, for, following him at lunch. And he's, <laughs> and I saw them playing rugby. You know, they kind of, I don't know, that school now, you can't really tackle or nothing. But, yeah. um, you know, he used to play rugby league, which I never knew of till I moved here. So he's tackling each other. Yeah. And I saw them play. I was like, I want to play, I want to play. And I asked him, he's like, no. Nah. So I, li- I literally sat at the side watching them play for like two two weeks, <laughs> which was um, quite sad if I think back now. And I remember sitting next to him in class because the teacher puts me in next to him in class as well. And he, um, he, he says to me, oh, talking about a bit of South African things. And so like, oh, you know, you, you like rugby? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I played over there and I want to try this year. And um, I think I already signed up for the trials of under-15s. No, he, he said to me, I was like, you know, New Zealand's bloody good at rugby, you know, like um, we dominate the world. You know, the All Blacks, we had John Alomo, Christian Kalantano, Umanga, and, you know, at that stage already, Ma Nonu. And um, he's like, yeah, you'll never make it here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, fair enough, I know. <laughs> but uh, in all honesty, like, I, I looked at it, I was like, um, when I was still living in South Africa, and yeah, well, I was. 14, 13, 14, I was playing rugby 06 or rugby 2005. Yeah. And Ma Nonu and Jerry Collins and all those guys already on the PlayStation game I'm playing yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. They were my favourite players on the game. Yeah. You know, you choose the All Blacks and the little star on them. Yeah. And um, I guess later on, like, you know, move to Wellington and you see these guys in their town and then, and then I end up playing a year with them. Yeah. <laughs> we're still one of my proud moments, I guess. Crazy, eh? Um, so we always... What was your rugby skills like, especially like in South Africa and then coming to New Zealand? Were you like good? Were you talented? Did you know 
he could have been a rugby player? Um, <laughs> so I came here as 105 kgs. <laughs> I played Super Rugby around 110, 112 kg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 13, 14, I was around, yeah, 14. Going on 15, I was 105, so I came here. I was like, and so Africa, I was normally the, the fat guy on the team, right yeah. on fit, but yeah. you know, big, so when he gets the ball, he's good for two runs, and <laughs> <laughs> that's him, you know. Everyone can tackle him. Yeah, <laughs> real hard to tackle, but you can't make a line break more than 20 metres, you know, and <laughs> it gets slow and tight. True. But, um, oh yeah, skills. I came here and I started running. I actually, oh, that's what the previous story is about. I don't have friends and things, so I actually started running. Oh, yeah. And um, actually lost 15 kgs, and I got down to 90. As a 13-year-old? As a 15-year-old. 14, 14-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, got I got down to about 90 before the trials, I only 15s, and I oh, played, wow. and oh, I felt way fitter. And then, Still um, to tackle? Or? No, I like to think so. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just fit it. <laughs> then um, the, I went to trials and then I made my good mates um, for, that, for that team, which was one of my groomsmen at my wedding, Harrison Stott. So he was my mate in that team and he's been one of my best mates since. So yeah, he's a lad. Yeah. Were you first 15 for three years? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, you, you must have been like talented ass. No, I was I was a young buck, but so all, when the, did I, you... all the props kind of left. I think dropped out of school. So <laughs> when was <laughs> that transition someone? from you being this, like, oh, obviously fifteen when you started running, or fourteen, fifteen when you started running, and then to knowing that you're gonna be able to play first fifteen. I was just lucky enough to get in and then played. You must have had some. What were you, were you a good scrummager at that age, or what was like your <laughs> strengths? Honestly, don't know. Don't know. And then you I think I was just a bit of a, uh, I don't know if you remember <laughs> in the games, my earlier years, I was quite aggressive. Yeah, still are. <laughs> so I think Jason, calming me down, our mental skills <laughs> coach. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you yeah, used to I, I kind of calmed down. Is that what he got you to do? Because I remember you I was, storming around the field one, the, one day at training, just clicking your fingers. Then yeah, like, I had to click my fingers. To, to flush all those things. Once I got so angry, of course, Colsey and James Borders keeps calling me registration. <laughs> and it's just one of those days, like, oh, I think I'm, I must have been dropped or not selected. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And they just keep going, oh, registration, registration. What did that mean? What? Oh, of course, it's, my name's Reggie yeah. or Reg. And they go, registration. Yes. It's nothing really to be pissed <laughs> off about, but it just pissed me off so much, you know? And I was just, Clicking my fingers and I didn't talk to him for a while and, and I was just had enough. So yeah, I kind of I don't know if I just grew up or actually <laughs> learned a way to deal with things yourself. like that. Oh, that's but um, another way was uh, in the in the rugby games when I do have a mistake or say a bad scrum or yeah, yeah. miss a tackle or whatnot. Um, it was very real. We had to work together. I mean, the, um, Jason and Natalie. Yeah. Said we kind of have to work together around helping players out so yeah. say Cozzy has a bear throw in the line out you know don't say anything to Cozzy because he knows he had a bear throw yeah and it's may, maybe similar to TJ but for me I had to find a laughing factor later in my yeah. career so yeah. the biggest thing is when I made a mistake Brad will come <laughs> come to me and poke his finger up my bum <laughs> and well, in the, the game <laughs> in the game oh, and it's the straight it's, you get six weeks for that man <laughs> You know, Hopefully, I'll be in the game, man. But uh, he, so <laughs> as soon as I'm 
gutted about so many does it now. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that kind of that kind of worked in a way. I don't know if it's I don't know good. if it's um it's stuff um, headlines around bed on bread <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh well. Um, New Zealand school. So you made obviously you were that good at college, first fifteen that you made New Zealand schools. Where'd you find that? Wikipedia? You're going to make it? Oh, yeah. I don't read my own Wikipedia, to be honest. You wrote it. <laughs> Clearly, it's what you write it. <laughs> it even worded like you. It told me that registration joke. <laughs> but, yeah, I was in schools, uh, made it the first year just through injury. Uh, oh, so you made it at sixth form? In sixth form. Oh, yeah. Um, it, was, it was one hooker went down, and then I actually went in as a hooker. Oh, true. In sixth form. And you weren't playing hooker at? I played hooker at thing. school. Oh, you did? So I played prop, then went to hooker, then back to prop. Oh, yeah. I went to college and um, I I played um, hooker a full 15 minutes <laughs> in New Zealand schools in 2008. <laughs> Had a free trip to Samoa. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> I remember, uh, yeah, it was, it was good in Samoa. It was my only trip to Ireland. Who was in your team that year? Obviously, some. Skills always have some pretty big dogs. Big names: Julian, Savia, oh, yeah. Charlie Naitai. Yeah. Uh, Luke Whitelock was in there, even though he was a year young as well. Oh yeah. And then Cody Taylor. Oh no, he wasn't actually. You got and, a spot. In fairness, you're kidding. Cody Taylor should have been there ahead of me. I, I, I personally think that. Yeah. Well. Um, ben Fennell was the hooker. He's a pretty good hooker. <laughs> I took one. I've taken my free trip to Samoa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. Not saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben Fennell, he, he was the hooker there. You actually and, um, look a little bit like Ben. Uh, I think people have said that yeah, in the yeah. past, yeah. Oh, Kane Barrett was there. Brody's oh, older yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was captain. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was a big player. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, obviously, what, straight into. Did you start at Super or did you play ITM Cup first? Made the academy, yeah. Training academy, and then Went straight out of school. Yeah, yeah. There was six injuries to props, and I actually got called in. Oh yeah. So I played my first game against Tasman. Oh. What I played against you? What year was that? Two thousand ten. Oh, that would have been me. Chris Jack. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Okay, have a look on the records. Oh, let's <laughs> go watch it. Yeah, I still got all my rugby programs. Every game I played. So. Okay, have a look. Yeah, so it was in the rain. I remember it was quite a close game. Where was it? Oh, in Our Wellington. Stadium, Wellington. Was it the Shield game? No, I don't think so. Oh. Never played in the Shield Oh, game. no, yeah, yeah, I know the one. I remember that. Yeah, um, it came off the bench, and then next game, I actually started against Counties because John Schwager went down injured in that oh, test game. And, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of just basically luck, um, getting in there with a few injuries, and then opportunity just opened and went to wider squad of Hurricanes. Yeah. Which they normally look at those young guys, you know, trying to develop. So yeah, it was um, kind of just opportunity open, and then taking it. Yeah, I think a lot of I don't know. This is going to sound true, but a lot of careers, you know, some has made made and break on that kind of things. Yeah, hundred percent. So you never know. Take that opportunity when you get yeah. it. And then um, your super career, obviously pretty successful. Um, any highlights throughout that career? I mean, everyone talks about the famous try, probably the greatest <laughs> try of a prop, maybe behind Franksy. Oh, Franksy's try was good. <laughs> but I think your one might have even had it. Although he, he, he ran over Ben. He Scott. ran over All Black. Yeah, that's true. 
And but you, yours was from about what forty yeah. out. Yeah, it was. If you haven't seen this out. try, <laughs> is it on YouTube? You would have put it on YouTube, have you? God, the Hurricanes asked me to do a debrief of the try on their social media. Is that on YouTube? Out. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it on YouTube. It's one of the greatest tries you ever see from a prop. Um, and when, the funny, oh, I don't know, it's going to sound arrogant, but the funny thing is, the next week I scored another try, but you gave me the inside. Oh, I remember that. You're always running that little inside. Yeah, oh, it's just a tired, tired man's track. Ninety percent of the time you dropped it, but that one you just yeah caught it. <laughs> scored a try Step of the game. One. Lost 30 points to five. <laughs> I think you missed that no, kick too. No, I, I actually scored in that game too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, it was just us two. <laughs> I, shark diving was good. What, remember, I just remember, all I remember from shark diving was just everyone just spewing <laughs> off the side of the boat. It was like the what, what roughest day you could ever go out, eh? It's massive waves, yeah. like big swell, and then this little rubber, what do you call it? The IRB or whatever. We went down against this wave and just bouncing. We finally got into the deep ocean. And then we, it was we so stopped. rough. And they, well, they had the pieces of wood in the water? Yeah, to float on. Yeah, to float on. Like so you got to hold on with your snorkel or whatnot. And you just float on top of the water. So we all jumped in, but we were all seasick already. I remember people and, spewing off the side yeah, of the yeah. boat before we jumped in. Yeah. And, and it then, made me gag. And I was thinking, I don't care if I get eaten by a shark here. I just I just need to get in this water and off this stupid but boat. The funny thing, the water was so rough. When, you were, when we were floating on water, we were still spewing. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting seasick while swimming. <laughs> but I just remember that guy on the boat. The guy took us out. He just threw all his dead fish <laughs> in the water, and all the shark just comes and he's the fish. I thought it was spew because it was but so yeah, much but, spew but I remember Fats, um, yeah. Michael um, Fats. He was spewing the worst. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just I can kind of in the underwater because you can see underwater. You can just see this this um, snorkel come out and it just spew come out and it's mixing with the fish stuff and yeah. the sharks coming up and eating and it was um. Quite experience. Yeah, I, I <laughs> still reckon it took me like two days yeah. to recover from that. It was probably worse than going out. Oh, it's terrible. Well, I, I remember we were on a boat and then that, uh, the guy saw dolphins. He <laughs> was like, oh, we'll go have a look at dolphins. <laughs> yeah, <We're> like, <laughs> no, no, home, home. We do not care about dolphins. Get us to the sand. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That was crazy. Well, it was terrible. But it was good experience. It was a dolphin. That yeah, was good. And then, well, <laughs> 2015 was obviously our most... Uh, Probably our most no, it was, yeah. stacked team, eh? We, I think everyone was an All Black except me and you, <laughs> Probably. I think we had Colsey, Jeff, Franksy, um, Gordy, Thrushy, Bradshaw. I'm Brad with an All Black. Oh, <laughs> international. Let's say that everyone was international. Like, um, or Artie. Victor. Victor, TJ Bodie, Ma'a. Conrad. Conrad. Me, me, Jules, and you, <laughs> me. Oh man, that's weird, eh? Yeah. It's two absolute battlers just playing <laughs> with the dream team <laughs> and riding the wave, <laughs> taking the opportunity. That's it. But yeah, and then obviously going into that final, it was I don't know how you how you felt, but I felt like we were the better side. But man, we just Highlanders just outplayed us at last in that final. Oh. I remember when that, the kickoff came, I'm pretty sure we received. Well, I remember it. And obviously I'm behind, I think I was behind Frushy. Yeah. And he caught the ball and I just got smashed. 
Oh yeah. It doesn't. I just felt this massive intense physicality yeah, from yeah, them. Yeah. And they just bore that. We couldn't get it wide, eh? Nah. Yeah, I remember my first yeah. hit in, my, my first carry in that game too, and I was like, wow, tough, this, is, this is like full on, <laughs> yeah, it's like, almost, the yeah. most intense rugby I've ever played. And it was, it was fast, it was such a fast game, and like real intense, and we were blowing, like, wow, this is, mm. and the, but the energy of the crowd, you're just like, wow, this is like, this is unreal, but um, yeah, well, it wasn't to be. How were you yeah, after that yeah, game? Um... I had quite a weird lead into that game because I took the pre-workout. I had a massive reaction to it. Oh, so I was late to the warm-up. I don't know if you knew this. No, I didn't. Yeah, the assault gave me a massive rash. So how much? A, why were you taking assault before? Well, I did it every game, but for some reason. No, but how a, early was it? Oh, before warm-up. Warm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I normally do before warm-up and one before a game. Oh, yeah. And I got a massive rash. My face felt like it was going to explode or warm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was terrible, and it just put me off. And I was like, "What the hell's but going you on?" Always took ice it. on my face, and, <laughs> and he was warming up. Hmm? Did you always take? Yeah, yeah. Up? Just and weird. it was just like this one game that yeah. you got a reaction. Yeah, <laughs> it sucked. It's <laughs> it the most important game. Yeah. And then you know, Theo, a doctor, gave me a few pills, and it cleared up after like fifteen minutes. But it was still fifteen minutes <laughs> I missed from warm up. Because I said, "I'm not warming up this rash. Just all yeah. these people watching. I'm just this red <laughs> thing going around. I'm boiling." You're already warm. Yeah. So, uh, and then I, <laughs> I went to hospital at halftime. Did you? You know, Patrick Osborne fended me, and he fended like his finger in my eye. So, oh, I did you not finish the eye. game? No. You went off at halftime. I went off at halftime, and they came in, and um, when you guys are really, basically, end of your, when we just left the stadium. Oh really? Oh, yeah. true. Oh, so you missed that awesome feeling in the changing rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was at hospital, no TV. I was listening on the radio. Oh, true. Oh. But then two sixteen, obviously, it all sort of. Well, it was a it was a weird one, eh? Like start off real fit, and then yeah, we right. what we were none none from two. Yeah, yeah. Got smashed by the Brumbies, and then lost the next one. But um, sort of clicked towards the end of the year in, in that season, mm -hmm. eh? It was kind of after that Sharks game I think it was after yeah. that game because our defence was we changed our defence a bit yeah right? we brought line speed we were probably the brought, first team to bring like yeah. serious serious line speed like, and it clicked in that Lions game yeah over there because we had two intercept because we just brought line speed yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. mistakes happened yeah. but we just actually brought a perfect line speed against the Lions yeah and kind of just uh, went forward yeah, yeah. true and no, that that last game of the round robin when we had to, because we had we were, f we went on top of the table. We needed like seven results or something to go away to finish top. We needed yeah. to beat the Crusaders with a bonus point, and then to get none and about five other results. We we had to get the, I don't know why my memory's so good tonight. Normally concussion really good. My yeah, no. well. you've probably got the best memory <laughs> from e any concussed player ever ever heard. <laughs> well that's that's good news yeah. uh the jag jaguars or Jaguars or whatever they um the lions went to argentina to play them and they just had to lose by one bonus point they got a home final that's right and uh, they lost and then get one they, they sent their game. b team they eh? sent their b team and they, and they had to come to yeah, west tough 
and but we had to win by a bonus point and Crusaders no point to get the top of the yeah. conference and it wasn't so looking like, good but it all sort of worked out and then had a pretty good run through those quarterfinals and semi-final and then mm. when the Lions came over on that wet windy night yeah cold cold night is like all sort of played in our favor i think right up, i remember yeah. this because i was in a in a corporate box yeah so what <laughs> so what happened with you that year so you my had, last game was that pool game against crusaders down there oh that was, and then yeah. you got your head knock i had my head knock against uh yeah got my head knock and i was out for the season came back a minor 10 and then preseason game next year did my head and asked me so you um so talk me through your head knocks like when did they start happening and what sort of level? I can't remember. There's <laughs> <laughs> one thing. No, it's, I think oh, what I've been telling a few of the other, like say, students, I had a uh, catch up with one one of the guys, RT at college, um, uh, first of team player, the concussion thing, and basically he contacted me through his coach and saying he didn't want some advice because he's decided to take a year off and things and I said to him the way I see it is I didn't look after myself when I was younger yeah and they kind of just caught up with me so I probably did follow all the protocols of my professional career as I should but when I was younger I just played concussion concussion on top of concussion so when how young are you talking there like do you remember I so my first proper concussion was around sixth form year 12 yeah yeah and then and what were you just playing the next week didn't tell anyone that yeah. sort of thing then I had a bad one funnily enough actually Sam Kane did it oh, <laughs> yeah. the Hurricane schools we played against Chief schools and he cleaned me out and I got knocked out and that one was bad because I spewed up after the game oh, things. but that was the last game for a while yeah then I went to club rugby the next year and I remember getting knocked out twice in one game Oh, true. And then didn't think anything of it. Don't really say anything. Play the next week and just keep going. Oh. And this yeah. is like two thousand. That was two thousand ten. Yeah. And then we start. When we start getting into our professional environment and start getting looking after it more. Yeah. But I think my concussions just started becoming easier to get because I yeah. had bad earlier onset probably. Yeah, true. And then I kind of just build up, build up. So easier to get recovery time took long. Oh, it took longer to recover. Yeah. And symptoms got worse. Yeah. And kind of just work myself into one towards my last one which my last concussion should actually not be concussion what do you mean it was a preseason game i looked at the footage it was literally a normal tackle of my shoulder yeah no hair collision nothing i was knocked out <laughs> oh yeah that's when you knew yeah it's just a sudden stop of movement so yeah, yeah, basically yeah. inside your brain, brain hits the top of your skull and that, that was enough to knock me out and have symptoms for six months yeah or almost a year yeah so i said oh doctor said specialist said nah that's it's not a done. good thing yeah it's gonna become easier and easier and plus you, i had about five months recovery since my last one but my last concussion do you feel like you're 100 percent now like does it still linger with you obviously memory's not too bad but <laughs> the the only thing i struggle with is uh doing weights oh, in yeah. the gym i'll stop doing weights so, to be honest i hate it you look good for no weights well-formed fat <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, I, I, I wear clothes it makes me look good <laughs> i can't choose colors Stop playing i can't Kukri. wear that <laughs> but uh no weights i still i still get migraines for maybe three three hours after 
if you do uh if i do weights like i say a bench and things i can do body weight but sometimes sometimes i do body weight exercise like push-ups burpees i might get a bit of a migraine after yeah but um but running is fine so it's more of that kind of medium hard rate you know i can do that yeah but um as soon as you start pushing you know you know when you push yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) stop breathing and yeah that's kind of that's giving me a big onset so Um, that's only a thing that affects me. I don't really care. I'm not really prop and things, but it was, oh, I don't miss weights. Do I? <laughs> I was always in a size group. Thanks, Davey Gray. Hated it. <laughs> I was in there too. Oh, 100 ring chins, me and you. 100 ring chins, <laughs> two gym sessions a day. They're always okay. the toughest pre-seasons, eh? What, in oh, the size group, just so many reps and then go to your running and, oh, these poor, this poor little... 80 kg frame I've hate to have had to do 100 chin ups at what were you 110 kgs yeah but they want me heavier so <laughs> yeah, keep well and, it works a bit later yeah so so with your, your you said your last game was the Hurricanes vs Crusaders competition game yeah and then you went on a bar bars trip yep and played yep what was it what was that all about was your head alright or just experience you didn't want to miss i went from modern 10 and i kind of thought you know even though if my symptoms are fine i'm just going to take the modern 10 off to get ready for super the next year yeah but then i got chosen as barba's team and um, before modern 10 started but they said they wanted me to play half the season of modern 10 oh yeah to play and they were playing against the Springboks at wembley stadium uh czech republic and prague and fiji and belfast yeah I said to myself, like, this is no opportunity I want to miss. Yeah. And my symptoms got way better, and I played Mitre 10, and um, nothing happened. Um, and then went on a Barbos trip, which was, I kind of see it as the best trip to round off my rapid career. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, yeah, it yeah. was so awesome. The fitting. Well, I wish. Any stories from it? Obviously, it's known for oh, massive it's... nights on, on the drinks, but. No, it was awesome. Like, uh, I remember arriving. So they, they give you an option. You fly business class. Yeah. So from New Zealand to wherever. So everyone comes from around the world to the same area. So me and Brad, we're in the same team together. We're yeah. also in yeah. Fats. Yeah. But they went on separate flights because I was a real nice guy. I said, oh, I'll go economy, but can my wife come as well? <laughs> <laughs> so we both flew economy. Oh, but she, yeah, yeah. So they paid her ticket, but she flew a bit later. Oh, yeah. So actually she had a free ticket to Europe and myself. Oh, I said, sweet. fly economy. Which actually still works out cheaper, I guess. Two economy tickets are still cheaper than business class. That's sure. nice, eh? um, Got there and you get to the hotel. And this guy said, okay, you book in there. And he's like, go to this floor before you go to your room. You go to this floor and they give you your kit bag. Yeah. Massive bag, full of kit. So much. I had to give some away in Rome, actually, to the beggars and stuff, because I couldn't <laughs> take it back home. It's too much weight. That's and, um, and an envelope full of cash. <laughs> What, like just big cash? Because you know where you're going to get paid. And they just give you cash up front. Oh, sure. It's like, hey, thanks for your day. services. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you set up all this cash, <laughs> every player. And then and then you say, okay, go to your room now. And then we'll meet on the top floor, which is like a bar. And we just got on a hammer, to be honest. True. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just kind of bonded as a team. And, you know, to and was that like the same yeah. every night? or? Um, the first two nights was. But uh, Robbie Deans was a coach. Yeah. He said, you know, we're going to live there, Barbas experience, but we're training at 9am. 
Oh, yeah. I don't care how you get there or, or like what state you get in there, but you're making a team bus at nine. Yeah. And like, you know, I think you know, we had a team meeting just before as well, like at nine, I think, and then I get on a bus. And we all actually showed up. A few oh, guys yeah. speeded the chain rooms when we get to the path <laughs> of things, but we all showed up, we backed up for training, hour and a half, then out, and we got the rest of the day off. Oh. And um, it was like that every day. And I think the only night no one went out was the night before the game. Oh, true. <laughs> when no one went out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That you know um, of. That I know of, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, we actually drew against the Springboks. <laughs> How was your head in those games? Were you? Oh, no, it was, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't get a head knock. It's not like I get a head knock every game, but when I do get one, it's bad. But. So why did you yeah. retire then if you got through like those three games? Did you play all three games for the Baba? Uh, Czech Republic is on the bench. Yeah. But I didn't get on. Yeah. Well, got a jersey. I swapped that actually for a Czech Republican jersey. Oh, yeah. And then Fiji, I played um, most of the game. But my last head knock was um, for Hurricanes and the preseason game against the Blues. Oh, true. That's where it happened. Again. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So Jimmy Tupo, the lock? Yeah. Was, hey, yeah, yeah. tackled him. Was, cool. was that a bad one or was that just... Was that it was just because it was such a, it wasn't even a head knock. Yeah. And yeah. I was blanked out and I got massive symptoms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, my symptoms, like my vision goes and everything just weird yeah. in my head. And it was like that for weeks and weeks, oh. like that bad and kind of simmered down to headaches. And, and it was and pretty scary or like, what do you think? I was used to it. Had <laughs> <laughs> it your whole career. To be honest, I know exactly what my symptoms are at what time, True. but they kind of slowly get longer. And <laughs> oh, man, yes. Yeah, so um, how many do you reckon you had in your career, concussion? Like, super super rugby or like, professional no, just, rugby just, recorded once at oh, 14. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then before that, probably another, like, apart from that, probably another six. So maybe 20. 20 concussions. I don't know. Some people had more. Do you, do you reckon you've got that, um, you know, that movie Concussion and stuff, what's it called? Um, concussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one where they get, when you go mad when you're older. Concussion? It's the name <laughs> of the movie. No, but what's the um, disease? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, uh, concussion to call me. <laughs> See, I don't have a memory in everything. Yeah. No, um, you, or do you reckon you're going to have any um, effects going going forward in the future? Well, when part of the concussion, if I go get DPS, part of it is anxiety and kind of low mood and things. Yeah. So it was kind of expected through one my concussion I go through it, and I did go through it through my second last one. Yeah. From my last one. Yeah. And uh, basically, you just. You recover, but you kind of, you find ways to deal with it. Yeah. And uh, I found techniques and we're lucky enough with the Hurricanes to have a mental skills coach who helped us a lot. Yeah. So I kind of went for, that, say, a rough patch because it's kind of a feeling of you don't feel normal and you're scared you're going to feel like that the whole life. So you get into this mindset yeah. and you start getting anxious and low about it and then you feel this low, anxious feeling and you think it's concussion, a concussion symptom, so you yeah. feel like that's not going to ever go away. Yeah. So it's kind of like, a, it's weird to explain, but like a roll-on effect. Yeah. So as soon as you start like, I guess, grabbing the bull by, bull by the horns and start finding ways and little techniques, and it was fine. So after that, I came back and I was fine, and I've been retired for how long now? Three years, and been all right. 
How's that? How was that transition? Obviously, finishing up. How long did you have from finishing till you till you stopped getting paid? Finishing to stop getting paid. Yeah. So you know, once you uh, was, once you sort of knew you were retiring, and yeah, you probably was, still got paid for a little bit longer. Yeah. So my last game was 2017, so February. Yeah. I was contracted till the end of 2018. Yeah. So what happened is I got that concussion. So I went to Chris Boyd and I said, I need to take the year off. I need to get this right. And I actually did try to come back. Yeah. I didn't just decide after a concussion I'm going to retire. So I did actually in a way. I was like, my claim was to be, I was like, I'm done, done. Yeah. And then I kind of got my head together and said, like, okay, I'll train again, get back to it. I'm taking years off. So a year off, so it takes the pressure away. I'm going to yeah. aim for my team. And then I actually trained real well. I was in best real good weight like heavy yeah real good skin folds and fit oh true <laughs> you know and then but slowly i always had a bit of a lingering headaches and it got worse and worse again yeah so yeah, yeah. so i got um i was lucky enough to have a bit of a buffer i've got 2018 i've got my salary coming to then so you're basically um, getting paid for two years from when you had your concussion to when you actually finished yeah as a full rugby player yeah yeah That's not which is day. it's not it's not the worst situation to be in but so it's also cult. i know i've got two years left i've got no opportunity really if i retire to go anywhere else yeah so i didn't start planning my life so when i took that time off i actually actually volunteered at rico one of our sponsors yeah um the printing company and it and things what were you doing there sales S selling printers <laughs> selling printers yeah yeah which is bloody hard selling printers yeah. <laughs> yes yeah wear suit and tie and things now this is literally my uniform way to work it's quite is nice it? oh you, you keep flagging kukri you love it oh it awesome. is actually really comfortable yeah it's real comfy do you sell these yeah at the moment yeah with dane coles on them no nah, no nah, i just made that did you but Colesy. he can wear it around how come he doesn't wear it <laughs> i don't know if he likes his own face on himself <laughs> she just made it for, for me but, uh, <laughs> No, I actually made it for our rugby club, Porniki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Logo there for a fundraiser for the juniors and one, that one's going to the club um, to frame and hang up. So, um, we're, we're, I volunteered at Rico yeah. anyway and and they all kind of got along well there like twice a week and then the other three days I go to training and do my obligations. I'm still paid so I have to yeah. show up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> do something, do yeah. info. <laughs> and as soon as I retired about a week later they gave me a job there full time job so I went straight into employment while still getting my rugby salary oh correct eh? but then I was six months at Rico and then um, I got the opportunity to coach you that's right from, from selling printers to coaching yeah. Coca-Cola Red Sparks so yeah got opportunity through um, yeah, Orba, um so how did that pro. process happen did like Obviously, you're selling printers. Earl's coaching Coke. Did you just, did he watch us oh. message you and ask, yeah, what you're up to? Oh, or how did that work? You know, I went probably for a stage of like, I miss Cody, you know. I missed that life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to chase that life again. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this just came through, gave me an opportunity to go. I got, oh, yeah, Earl brought me over on a two week troll. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, kind of proved myself. Which yeah, it was it was fun. What was your record at Coke like? 
<laughs> What's your record? <laughs> your percentage should be lower than mine because you had two years. <laughs> no, but we went we went down, so we won some games the second year. But man, yeah, it was tough. So what your coaching records? What zero from fourteen or something? <laughs> <laughs> we won the last two games, and they're kind of weird. Todd, what's that games? Well, uh, they different cup. They didn't count. They were. They don't count. No. Yeah, they were friendly. Yeah, it was. It was tough. It was. Yeah, <laughs> but um. I loved it at the same time. Like, uh, it was a shit year. Yeah. But uh, like rugby-wise, results-wise, there was a lot of things I liked. It was awesome. And I, I didn't go there as a complete coach. I got an opportunity. Yeah. And Alpha, honestly, I was probably cheap in other aspects of other scrum coaches. Yeah. Uh, coaches around yeah. the other teams. So they probably found a bargain of someone to come and, do something. And our scrum actually went good, eh? I like to think they did. Yeah. But. <laughs> Still not the best, Lil. I still love still watching you come in, do the scrum meetings. Like just talking in a different voice. We just finished. <laughs> You're talking your different voice. Come on, guys, come in here. <laughs> Everyone would then you'd have then. Jack, then you'd have Doug translating it. Yeah. Oh, it's just good to watch. I used to love watching you. Yeah, it was a good bunch of boys. Like say yourself, it's weird coaching you because if Floss went home at the end and then. Updated my LinkedIn <laughs> <laughs> to force coach. You actually, you actually got promoted, eh? To, oh, you know, I've got to update it CV. I mean, I'm chasing yeah. opportunity after my career. And they, um, I mean, I'm doing the breakdown. So <laughs> I end up coaching you, yourself and oh, yeah. everyone else, like Tim uh, Lafayette. I, I thought someone was... like you who'd had head knocks <laughs> with that first, I remember your first breakdown drill was that one where you had to run from like five metres apart and get win that shoulder height with someone oh yeah, yeah. Up. I was like oh my gosh this is the worst simple effective <laughs> just concussion after concussion <laughs> I was like oh thanks Richie you know actually um, no I enjoy uh, a few things I've really enjoyed is oh it's a lifestyle the food yeah and the karaoke oh you were karaoke <laughs> all the time I loved it oh, I don't know if, yeah me and Floss went out to a lot of karaoke. You've actually got quite a nice voice too, I remember. You're not too bad. Whoa, that's, good. <laughs> no, that's better than I remember. No, um, some songs I'm good in. Quite good. Yeah, some, some song. <laughs> no, um, I'm terrible. No, um, you're quite good at rock. But, I'm not sure what that last one was. But, yes. Um, so the other thing that you were known for throughout your rugby career was info, so... For the people who don't know what info is, um, it's basically when, what is it? They they usually give it to like the new guys who have to go up the front of the bus um, and give you information on the place that you go. So um, basically a way to laugh at the new guys. But I think me and you, between us, sort of decided to change that and instead of the joke being on us, make it on the guys at the back. So we used to video on rec- um, voice record stuff. So we've basically been doing podcasts for the last 10 years together. <laughs> One of the things we used to do was prank call or every sort of info would try and finish with a prank call. So we'd try and prank one of the new guys into the team every year. And you, you were the pranking guru, weren't you? Like we shared the load to me, you and Abba. Yeah, Mark Abbott, he was a big, he was also another big prankster. So that year when it was us three, or was it maybe two years us three, man? Mike Kainga. Mike Kainga as well. And we got through some 
a decent amount of pranks, which I hope to bring to you guys over the next few weeks. But what what was your favourite one? You you wanted to choose one to to play tonight. Yeah, yeah it's quite a f- the tongue. It's a, it's a tongue and beer. Yeah, that was that wasn't a bad one. So so that what was. what did you plan with the tongue and beer one? Do you remember? Oh, we normally right. plan it together. So <laughs> yeah, so with the tongue and beer prank, he was. He had a fight coming up. He was going to fight Joseph Parker's um, undercard. Butterbean. He was fighting Butterbean. Yeah. That's right. And I think, oh, we we're just sitting in the room and we we're like, oh, let's call him and tell him that Butterbean's got injured and that Joseph Parker, whoever he was fighting, has got injured oh, yeah, too. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we basically, oh, you called him and uh, we. Tried to. Well, I think we sorted out how much money we found. Somehow found out how much money he was getting paid mm. for the fight and offered him a bit more. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll play it now and you can reminisce. Good day, Lonnie. How are you? Um, it's Paul Hopgood speaking from Duker Events. Yeah, how are you, mate? All good? Yeah, not too bad. You've been training hard? Yeah, trying to. Yeah, uh, you excited for your fight? Yeah, pretty excited, eh? Um, I've got some bad news, but it could be good news in your case. Um, yeah, Butterbean just called up and he said he had broken his wrist in a bit of, um, in his morning training. So, um... So your fight, so you're getting 10k for your fight, but um, another thing that happened is uh, the Mountain Marts, the opponent of Joseph Parker, his sister passed away this morning as well. So we were just scrambling around and we thought, um, would you be able or would you be keen to have a fight against Joseph Parker this coming Saturday? Obviously, um, it's going to be a five-round match, and it's going to be um, a bit of an exhibition match. And your package, or your package, will go from ten k to twenty-five k. Yeah. So you would do um, it. Um, I'm just gonna just gonna ring my coach and um, talk to my wife and stuff, and I'll, I'll ring you back. Um, and also the opportunity, you know, if you if you throw one of your haymakers and you connect them well. You know, you could be the, you could be in line for the next um, world heavyweight weight title shot. So you just think about that opportunity, mate. So it's going from ten to how much? Twenty five k. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll make a few phone call and um, I'll get back to but, you. Um, you know, we at Duke events, we're confident we could have taken anyone else and tried to swap around, but we thought in you know, a mighty Tongan bear. He'll step up to the mark and he'll he'll smash up Joseph Parker. You know Joseph Parker's been a bit of a yeah, arrogant lately, so yeah, well, it'll be good if you could step up to the mark and smash the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not too late, boy. So um, make a few phone calls and I'll get back to you. Just quickly, so I can speak to my um, producers. Um, would you? So you're pretty keen to do it. Yeah, no, I'm pretty keen, but I just gotta, I gotta talk to my wife and, okay, and um, my trainer and stuff. So, okay, you better um, train yeah, hard then. I just gotta... 
Yes, it's not an easy decision for me in my, in my corner, but um, I'll, um, yeah, I'll have a talk with him and, and, I'll, and I'll let you know. And that's awesome, mate. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, um, look forward to hear back from you. Sweet. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, mate. One of the greats. Yeah, I've heard it so many times. <laughs> Sucking the cringe. <laughs> Anything else, Normie? No, um, thanks for having me. Hey, yeah. keep selling, keep selling your kukri like you're doing, and hey, <laughs> thanks, man. What a ad! What a lad! <laughs> what an ad on the lad! But thanks to Kukri for bringing us to the podcast today and supplying the all the gear. <laughs> uh, and the top, if you want a Dankos, can people buy these? If they want it, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have, have Dankos permission, <laughs> how do they? Um, how do they get one of these? Be- or how do they contact you to buy stuff? I'm sure. All of our <laughs> listeners are just <laughs> dying to buy something oh, off you after this. Oh. Do I actually give it? <laughs> yeah. Like, might as well. Like, oh, no. I've already, I, my phone's actually like, lots of, getting a lot of texts about Oh, yeah. I'll just contact what a lad and then he'll forward it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you follow and subscribe to the What A Lad um, Instagram and YouTube channel. Uh, it all adds up and then we'll pass anything on to the mighty Reggie Goods. But yeah, thanks for coming on, Reggie. It's been a pleasure. What a lad. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>